Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Ethan Suplee. Welcome to American Glutton. Outside of acting, my two favorite things to do are diet and eat. I have a very complicated relationship with food, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. Food as entertainment. Food as sport. Food as fuel. I'll talk to experts and the average person, just like you and me. Today on the American Glutton Podcast, I welcome one of my best friends, Nick Cassavetes. I first met Nick on the set of Below, and we became good friends. I've done a number of movies with him. More recently, he is my favorite person to work out with. His enthusiasm in the gym is completely unparalleled, and he's one of the most supportive friends I have. I love him a lot, and I'm truly honored to have him on the show. Please enjoy this talk with Nick Cassavetes. Nick Cassavetes, welcome to the American Glutton Podcast. Thanks for having me. I feel like I'm qualified. <laughs> you are. You are qualified. I want to just tell people for a minute before we jump into our conversation that you and I met in the 90s. You had rewritten or written Blow. Uh-huh. And th- I believe that's where we met, on the set of Blow. I probably would. Probably okay, good. Been. Yes, hard to hard to conjure those memories, certainly. And then we did a movie together, John Q, which you wrote and directed. Uh-huh. And we've been friends ever since. When I met you, you were certainly visually a pillar of health. Like, if I could have said, like, who's one of your healthier friends, it would have been you. You looked great. You were always muscular and lean. And you have then gone through radical physical transformations. Yes. I uh, I was five foot 
eight and a half when I was 13 years old. <laughs> is that true? And I was six foot three and a half when I was 14 years old. Holy shit. And so when I was 14, I weighed 225, 230 pounds. That was kind of like my base weight, like as a 14 year old. And I wasn't heavy. I was just kind of big. And my life has been kind of a uh, a weird thing. I'm, I'm, I love to be in health, and I also let myself get out of shape. So it's kind of like a yo-yo that goes back and forth, always has, you know? If I, uh, you know, sometimes I'll beat myself up my body, or I'll be working so hard, or I'll just friggin' feel like uh, drinking beers and eating ice cream every night. You know? Yeah. And uh, those periods, what would happen for me is I would go from— 225 pounds, and then I would be like 240, and then it got to be like, I was like 230 pounds, and it got to be like 250, and about, like when I was in my late 50s, uh, I was sitting around, and I'd had a few drinks, and we're in a poker game, and somebody wanted to bet me that I was over 300 pounds, and I'm like, no, not over 300 pounds, and they took me to the scale, and I weighed 347 pounds. Whoa. So you were over 300 by a, by a fair yeah, amount. Yeah, just, just, just barely ticked it. Just, just, I mean, <laughs> you could have taken a dump and won that bet. 347, and uh, God bless my girl. She was like, uh, you know, I know how to fix this, and uh, it was weird because— being tall and being old, because like when you're older, you don't have to be like a Romeo. You know, you can like be big and nobody cares. You're like, I'm almost 60 years old anyway. And uh, she, uh, for some reason, was with me. And we just got into this thing called the Candida diet. My stomach was like not like jiggly fat. It was like hard, like a overfilled water balloon, like just really like. And uh, she said, you got like bacteria and like mold in your stomach. Let's let's do this diet. I know what will happen. I was like, I'm there in 47 pounds. I guess I have to do something. Okay. That's a big jump because when you and I first spent a lot of time together in the late 90s making John Q, you had Frankie with you. Yep. Frankie is- My brother. Your brother is, is one of the more legit, like if I go around and I think about people who actually know- or work in fitness. Frankie is one of the more legit people. He was in the movie, but he was also training you at the time. Yes. So like you had somebody with you. Like I just thought of you as a, like a super fitness person. I don't know that I would necessarily see you working out with him, but I mean a little bit, but I like worked, he I worked was out. with you all the time and you guys were training. What was the evolution of that and, and turning that off? When did that stop? I mean, you get lazy. the The very nature of being a, a like a binge anything, or I binge work, I binge use uh, drugs and alcohol, I binge smoked. I never really was a smoker. I went free sometimes. I remember for like 10 years, I would smoke one year and be like, I'm not smoking this year. And then I wouldn't smoke the next year. And then I'd smoke the next year. It was like, it was an odd mentality, but I guess it was an extremist, you know, I, uh, so I would get really out of shape and I'd get back in shape, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, I got older and, uh, I, I just got lazy and let myself go. Right. And okay. I, I don't really care, you know? Yeah. Because I always knew I could get back there. Because you had like you had 
You had a base that you knew you could get back to that base, whatever it was. You had. Well, yes, but as you get older, that base changes, man. Right. The <laughs> base changes target moves harder a little to get bit. to. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So cut to your 347. You're going to start the Candida diet. This is great. I can't wait to talk to you about Candida because my only experience with Candida was, I I guess I was a kid and my mom said, you have Candida. And then suddenly I remember I wasn't allowed to eat the bun anymore. Like mm-hmm. I, was, I could have, and, and no more hamburgers. It, it all went to like turkey burgers, nothing oh, sweet. Really? I mean, that's, that's my memory of it. My memory was you don't get to eat bread. You don't get to eat fruit, no sugar. That's what I remember of it. And then I don't know if I ever handled my candida or not, but I did spend a lot of years not eating that food. Mm -hmm. But so tell me about candida. What is this? All right. So we've all done diets. We all know that, you know, losing weight is about having lower calories than you burn and reduce calorie intake from your macros and all that. But Candida supposes that you have bacteria and molds growing inside your system, and they're systematic. They grow through the walls of your stomach and into your bloodstream, and it's just nasty strains of, of bacteria and molds. And they, the host for those molds are uh, sugar, basically, and antibiotics, which are very bad in the candida world. So what they do is they put you on a 90-day uh, restriction where you can't have any type of sugar or any other type of thing that would be considered promoting candida. So that's no fruit, no starchy carbs. Basically, it's uh, and the only fruits you can eat are lemons, limes, avocados, and olives. So and no sugar. So basically, stevia. If you have something for you know, that you want that's sweet, and you know. Basically, fruits and vegetables, you know, the only starchy carb you can have are rutabagas because they're antifungal. And then you start taking all these weird probiotic stuff. Read about it. It's pretty complicated. But if you follow it, this is my experience. I lost close to 75 pounds in three months. It just fell off me. The uh, the The thing about the mold was... Correct. I don't be be gross because you eliminate it, and it's like whoa. It, it's nothing. If you were like me, I probably had a pretty unhealthy gut. Something about eating Ben and Jerry's two pints a night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> something I don't know. Uh, but what happens is, you know, and then and over, and then you, you know, the best way to lose weight is to lose a little weight. You lose a little weight, and you're like, oh, okay, I can do this. I'll lose a little bit more, and then. Coming up on just under a year, I'd lost 100 pounds, and then I kind of went, I think I went to maximum 120. But then I looked like uh, Sharpay. You know, I just looked like, you know, an old skinny dude that had a lot of excess skin. I hadn't seen you in a while, and we saw each other at a friend's birthday, Mm -hmm. and I was like, holy shit. And I think I was even heavier than normal at the time, and I had concern for you. Like, you had gained a lot of weight. It was surprising. Yeah. And— and then, the, and then the next thing I knew, in no time at all, you were like, let's work out. And you had lost all, all the weight, gone. Yeah. And then we're like into lifting weights. But it happened really fast. It, it can do it, you know, like, because 
I have had an extreme personality. I guess that if people are listening, if you don't have an extreme personality, don't listen to me at all because this kind of worked for me. I didn't want to lose 100 pounds over five years. It would have driven me crazy. I was happy that it happened this way, but and I was okay. My, I have kind of a brain that works like I can do something that's hard if I know there's an end, you know. And lucky me that it, that it worked. I didn't do it. By the way, when we dieted, I did no exercise at all. Nothing. Didn't walk. Didn't do nothing. Uh, just the weight fell off. And then a big part of what makes me do what I do is like vanity. You know, I didn't want to look like I was, you know, you see those guys in the club. I'm, I'm 60 years old now. You see them. They're 60-year-old guys and they're running around, jumping around, doing calisthenics. And they're in really, really good shape. But they're skinny little dudes, and they still look like old dudes, you yeah. know? So cosmetically, you can kind of fool your audience, so to speak, at being an old guy if you have some musculature on you because that's something associated with younger people. And it's an optical illusion. But I also like being strong. And, you know, like a lot of people, I have fear of turning into a little old man and becoming, like, insignificant and useless and— uh, you know, not physically relevant, as a friend of ours would say. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Physically relevant. That, I mean, I think the first time we lifted weights together, I was pretty shocked because you, I mean, I think, I I don't, I think we might be underplaying when you say, if I, I can do, if it's something hard, as long as I know there's an end, I can do it. And I, I think when I go to work out with you, I do think, like, this is going to be hard. Whatever we're going to do when I'm with Nick, it's going to be hard, which I like. I want it to be yeah, hard. You're, you're, you're an incredible physical specimen for those who haven't had the pleasure of working out with Ethan. He's freakishly strong. And, uh, and you know, I, I, I'm not as strong as he is, but— That is not—by the I, way, that I, is not I, true I like, at all. I like to load the weights up and see— Part of working out and feeling like you're having a good time is— Testing yourself and, you know, seeing what you can do and you're with your buddy and there's, it's kind of dumb guy stuff, but uh, why not? You know, you're in the gym lifting weights. What could be more of a dumb guy thing than that? Yeah. I mean, that's what made it there. There there was that there was a long period, I guess, before everything turned off uh, socially where the, that was the thing I looked forward to most was just getting around guys, you particularly, and like doing dude stuff. Dude stuff is fun. Sure. You know, there's certain things that you can do in life, like fighting or lifting weights where like there's no really excuses. You know, you get under that weight and you either can do it or you can't do it. And it's it's a it's a good feeling. And it also it gives you an overall sense of well-being and it makes you look better. And uh, I fully support it. You know, health is weird. Here's my thing. I've been thinking a lot about health. It's a uh, it's very frustrating because like politics or other things, you can go on the internet and there's 75 trillion things that are all contradicting each other about what health should be. And you should be doing yoga. No, just get this one little machine or take these pills or like there's 9 million things that are promoting 9 million different aesthetics. And really what you want to do is find what's right for you. You know, I think most people's, you know, introduction to health is through vanity. You know, it's cosmetic. 
You know, you want to look good. You know, you want to be attractive. Okay, that's a normal feeling. And once you figure out what you can do and what your limitations are there, I think your mind starts opening up to see, you know, are there other avenues into this? Do I need to stretch? Do I need to eat well? Do I need to, uh, you know, maybe lifting weights is beating me up? How much cardio do I need to do? I mean, it's, it's, it's endless. It's hard to understand where you are in this chase for health, you know? And I think it's just being happy. You know, I don't want to sound like one of those tree huggery things where like, as long as you're happy, you're healthy. No, it's when you feel good, you're happy, you know? And um, I was thinking about it today. I, I saw, as a matter of fact, I saw you promoting a type of bread on Instagram. I immediately, you said you couldn't get it, so I immediately got it. And <laughs> <laughs> it's some kind of white bread that has very few carbs in it. And I, six six forty seven bread Schmidt six forty seven like this. Bread. By the way, you're going to get a different opinion here from yeah. me. I tasted you it. Hated it's, it. No, it's delicious. Okay, good. But I read the ingredients in it. A lot of ingredients, and it's it's. I think okay. So health is for me about what you put in your body and what you do with your body and how you feel. Once you get disciplined about, you know. Ethan's so disciplined, he writes down everything he he eats. He knows what his macros are. He knows, you know, uh, what the exercises burn. And once you get it down to a mathematical thing and you have that discipline, you're cool. Then, but I think it's wrong to be looking for things that you can eat a lot of because it's still feeding that thing that's inside you. Look, we all know this. The reason we work out is this. You can't control your hunger. When you get hungry, you're friggin' eating. That's just it. But you can control how much you work out and you can control what you eat. So what I try to do is find the healthiest things, like the healthiest bread possible. And yeah, it's got more carbs. I just eat less of it. And so that their numbers match up with the other bread, it's just not as much of it. Yeah. And uh, so I think that a good kind of a good kind of way is to really if we really wanted to go crazy about our health we become doctors we'd learn how to read our blood tests we take our own blood tests we'd examine our blood and be like are you kidding me we need to eat some more cauliflower man yeah. you know we'd be able to do that but since we don't have medical degrees that and that's you know that's you know well, like i said extreme uh what we can do is we can study with a good open mind about what we think is good for us some people eat cheese and milk, and it destroys them. Not me. I love it. Yeah. Some people eat meat, and it's not for them. Not me. I love it. But don't let me have corn. I can't eat it. If I eat corn, I just feel that. Yeah. So being able to like just eat proper proportions of the best stuff you can for yourself, and then just kill your workout, man. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. There's another side, and there's a side that that kind of fucked with me mentally for a long time, and that was the idea that bread in any form was the contributing factor. Or, listen, candida or not candida, I don't know if I have candida today or if I beat it because I didn't eat bread for however long. I have no idea. But I do know that I felt better when I started eating bread again, whether 
And so I think there is a mental aspect of like what we think is healthy. Mm-hmm. But but to your point of like you can't eat corn, I don't eat a lot of dairy. I have like a tablespoon of of half and half in my coffee every day, and that's pretty much my dairy consumption. My my wife can't eat dairy at all. Hmm. It it fucks her up. It'll put it'll she'll give her a terrible indigestion. Um and so I think you're right. It's it's looking for what makes us feel good. But I think there takes, it took me a while to actually get to a place where I was even present enough to be aware of what, I wasn't using my body enough. So it was like day one for me of weight loss was extreme elimination. Get rid of everything because I can't control myself. I can't control any of it. So I'm going to, I basically didn't eat for two months and just had protein shakes and fiber pills. Fine. The reintroduction of food, my system was so sensitive. I had a salad and and I was told don't eat vinegar. I had vinegar on my salad because I was like, what's vinegar? How's vinegar going to fuck me up? And I like had, I would like blink and my eyes would uh, blur. Like there was like, there was a real reaction to that first salad. Now, I don't know if that's just because I hadn't eaten so long and if there was something else in it or or what, but then I was like, okay, I didn't I then didn't eat vinegar for 2 years. You know what I mean? And now I can have vinegar, it doesn't do anything to me. But so I think there's a, a little there was a little bit of a mental block on like I believed bread or rice or any kind of complex carb was the thing that I was like quote unquote allergic to or had an intolerance to. And because of that, I wouldn't allow myself to eat it. And honestly, because of that, for a long time in the gym, I didn't feel as good as I then hmm. felt after I reintroduced it. So I, th- I I think you're totally right. I think it is about like what makes us feel good. But then I think that I've had experiences where I believed stuff would make me not feel good. And I found that to not be true. Now, I also know if I eat ice cream... Because I have a handful of times in the last year had ice cream. I don't feel good. No. You know, that sugar, especially, you know, I would like to do an experiment where I try eating ice cream right before I work out and see if if that mitigates the feeling of shittiness. But I do know if I sit and eat an ice cream and then sit on my couch, I don't feel good. No, that's ice cream is a no-no for me. Yeah. I think that healthy things are in the mind. You know, like there's certain fads. You remember what they used to do? The uh, cayenne pepper lemon juice yes. uh, and diet. syrup. Yeah, syrup. Yeah. yeah, you do it for 10 days and drink salt water. And like, mm-hmm. I just think it promotes, I think that we tend to be as people, especially men, are partialists. We are saying, okay, this part of my day is for work. This part of my day is for working out. This part of my day is for my girl. And we go out to like this. And we really think that if we go to the gym or do whatever we do for health, that that's it. The rest of the day, there's not about health. We can just do whatever we want. No, no, no. It's all the time. Right. All the, you have to be nice to your girl all the time. You have to be <laughs> doing your work all the time and thinking about your health all the time. And trying to put it in these weird compartments it's fine. If it works for you, that's fine. But it's just not the way I like to attack it. I like to, uh, I want to be happy. Everybody talks about body fat, you know, what is your body fat? Like, 
I don't know. Take a picture of me and, and show me. I look like dog shit. Okay, I, uh, I, I'm not good, right? <laughs> right. It, it doesn't matter what the number is. I don't want to be so thin that I'm grumpy all the time. It's just if I have to go in and they're going to shoot me for Playgirl or something, Playgirl over 60, then, yeah, maybe I'll, like, you know, do some kind of carb cut down to, like, so my stomach is showing. But we're so—the aesthetic is so—especially for girls, is so—who can be the skinniest? Right. That's not good looking. Yeah. Good looking is being, like, in shape, fit, and, like, happy. Like, you see someone's happy, you, like, want what they have. You're like, oh, dude, that dude's happy. I want to be like him, you know? So, yeah, I just think that, and I even think that that's why I don't do intermittent fasting. Oh, well, if I don't eat for this part of the day, then I can just really, I can go. It's like, stop it. Well, and that's a a fucking perfect analogy because the, the two or three conversations I've had with people who are super into intermittent fasting, it's always like, no, I eat cake. I eat ice cream, I eat bread, I eat all the things that I don't eat on any other diet on intermittent fasting, and it's great. And then I know there are people who do, like, intermittent fasting with keto and this kind of thing. And But, like, for me, it's like if, if I'm just going to not eat for 18 hours and eat McDonald's, like, what am I even doing? It feeds—there's a little monster inside of us that goes, I want to eat everything I'm going to eat, everything I'm going to eat. And I don't, and, and if, I don't know if you've, anybody's ever had this feeling. Sometimes when I eat a big meal, like I'll eat a steak and a like salad or whatever like that, I'll be so full that I'll want to have something sweet. Yeah. Like, I want to just gorge on top of the fact that I'm gorgeous. And I wouldn't want to eat something sweet if I hadn't been so full. Right. And I think it's that little guy inside you that's like, now we can just go. We can Now we can do something bad. We can hurt ourselves by eating. Yeah. Like this, this little hungry monster. But anything that, like, gives that thing life, I don't want any part of. Yeah, it's you know, not I just, good. And I, I, I know that people struggle with their weight. And I know that it's, it's hard and harder for me saying, yeah, I came in and lost 100 pounds and everything like that. And they struggle with it and they don't have success. All I can say is it's been my experience that you can get to a place where you're happier from a lot of different ways. You can do the Palm Beach diet or the, you know, the Weight Watchers. There's a lot of different things that will get you there. But none of them include not paying attention. Right. None of them. None of them include not paying. Oh, I just accidentally lost 40 pounds. No, you didn't. Right. No. You know. Well, yeah. One of the things for me was I'll observe my wife drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. She likes wine. So it's more typically wine. And she'll have a glass of wine. But I've seen her have half a glass of wine and then leave the other half of the wine's half full. And I'm looking at it like. Yeah, I don't understand it. That's stressing me out. <laughs> like, that's two sips or one gulp, and I don't know why it's sitting there. That you got to get that in so you can get the other thing or fill the glass or whatever. But that little bit of wine or what it's, it actually stresses me out because I drink to hit, to feel a point where I am no longer totally in control. Like, whatever has happened. It's it's a switch or a, a point of not quite blacking out, but like, okay, Mr. Hyde is here, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And and the same thing with eating. My ideal version of consuming food is having the television on and eating to the point where I have to lay down. 
Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't eat until I'm full. I eat until I'm humiliated. Right. That's just, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then, like, to your point, like, then a little bit of sweet. I always think Monty Python had it right when the guy takes the mint and explodes <laughs> after the buffet. Like, yeah, that's me. I'll always, I'll always eat that mint. I don't know how I didn't rupture my stomach. Like, sincerely don't know how that didn't occur. Yeah. Because um, I, I know I, there would be points where I was utterly full, like nauseously full and still eating, no matter what requires some thought. And, and so it's like, like those people who quit drinking, you know, yeah. you go to AA, there's a lot of different ways to go about getting yourself right, but none of them don't include being willing. Right. You just gotta, you just gotta, have to. just gotta pay attention to it. And it's a giant pain in the ass. But being fat's a giant pain in the ass, or not even being fat, but it's being unhappy with your physical appearance. Right. That's a drag, man. We've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. And but and to your point about like people are too thin or whatever that means. And 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 I think culturally we're 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 witnessing kind of an ebb on that. It seems to be changing, like the landscape of what women are quote unquote meant to look like is certainly not what it was 20 years ago. Cause 20 years ago, it was like rail thin yeah. was all you saw. Heroin chic. Yeah. yeah. I got a, I have a good rule of thumb. It, I used to say it was for girls, but it certainly is the true for guys too. If you got a weird shaped body, it just is kind of weird. Be skinny. Everybody looks good skinny. Right. But if you're lucky enough to have a body that's kind of like proportioned and thing like this don't be skinny just like enjoy your body let's see it right you know? lean into it a yeah little lean bit. into it that's it and the skinny people you're like oh okay you got a bad body well at least you still look good you're skinny. <laughs> right. yeah i love it don't go anywhere we'll be right back I felt like I had a weird body when I was thin and didn't like it and just desperately wanted some size back. When I my stomach looks good, I look too skinny. And when I look good, my stomach is not skinny. Right. So, But my girl's always like, I don't like you skinny. I like you big, which is feeding that monster, going like, I, 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 I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how big do you want me to be? And she's like, I loved you when you were 350 pounds. And she did. Right. I didn't, so I get a vote, too. Yeah. But it's hard when you have somebody, and by the way, I don't know if it's like this in your house, but my girl controls pretty much everything in my life, but certainly she controls the kitchen. We're eating this, and you and you you finish that, and like uh, it's like having a mother. But uh, yeah, so you, a lot of times you can't be as strict as you want when you're in a relationship or if you're going out to eat. You can all, if consistency beats intensity every time for working out, just go to the gym every day or go for a walk or ride your bike or do a combination of the things. And, you know, it's unfortunate because working out is a pain in the ass. It really is. Who wants to work out? Well, I mean, listen, you say that I know you want to work out and I want to work out and I like working out with you. But I know that it's that's not day one. No, who wants to start? Where right. nobody, nobody really wants to starting. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I think I'm going to change. That's a that's a good. Thing. That's the hard one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, once you do, once it's a habit, then it's a habit that you don't want to miss. Then not working out is the pain in the ass. Then the rest day. By the way, you want to yeah. talk about being accountable? I know you don't take a lot of rest days. Two two days a week. 
now maybe, but there was a period where it was like, you're going to take a day off and you're like, I'm not taking an afternoon off. Yeah, it's it's hard, you know, the beast still lives in me, you know, that extremist type of person, more is better, you know. What we have is we have things that happen, we have plateaus and goals that we have for ourselves physically, and when we don't reach them, a lot of times we go back to our old way going, I know what to do. I remember when I did this before, I'm going to have steamed vegetables and chicken breast for three months and then I'll be perfect. But it's like those people that say, I can't eat all these calories on the diet. Yes, you can. You're just under eating and then you're going to blow it and and eat way too much. And that's the cycle you're on. I just believe in just kind of finding out what your macros are. And for those of you who don't know what macros are, it's just like what you basically burn up in a day. Find it out. It's not that hard to find out. It's usually 12 times your weight or something like that. But just eat. You don't just eat normally and pretty soon i don't drink so that's uh it's not something do you drink anymore no yeah i uh I, that those are extra don't drink your don't drink your calories right no sodas no juices you know and uh how how extreme was the candida diet for you like was i mean three months to lose a hundred pounds that's no i didn't lose in i lost like 70, seven, pounds? 70 something pounds in three months yeah it it's extreme, and the first week you're like get a little headaches and stuff like that. But for my personality type, that just meant it was working, right? You know, and I didn't mind it because I knew, like, we all work from a point of ego, and we'll try to have less ego. But we'll, we'll, the thing that my ego says is, well, you guys are you motherfuckers are out there, you know, going out to clubs. I'm sitting home thinking of scripts. When you guys are doing going out and doing playing and going out on dates with your girls, I'm in the gym. Like, I problem solve by doing, I believe, more than other people. Therefore, quote unquote, I deserve the results that come with it. So the candida worked for that kind of mindset for me. Yeah. It's difficult, but after the first week, we get used to it. And it's actually kind of easy because when the weight starts dropping off, you're like, at least I'm not doing this for nothing, you know? At least I'm, yeah, at least I'm getting results. The results are motivating. Yeah. To keep you going. Heck yeah. Yeah. See, I think the more I think about it, because I, I, I do think like there are certain things and I'm not saying I'll never watch TV while I'm eating, but when I do it, I am aware like this is a little too close to the routine that got me into trouble. So I'll sometimes make my meal and stand in the kitchen and eat it and then clean up and be done and not, not even, not even allow myself to relax while I'm eating just, just as a, a form of being responsible. But the, the idea that, that I can do something, I like to see the, I like, I like that too. I like extreme as long as I know it's going to end because who wants to do something extreme forever? Mm -hmm. I think that's super valid. I also think it's a great way to start something because you do get quick results yep. that you can then hold on to. But but you couldn't do the candida diet. You could do the candida diet your entire life. You couldn't do the candida like the first 90 days your entire life. Right. And after a certain point, you just get too skinny. You just get look, looking dumb. Yeah, but but you have, there has to be, it can't be that extreme followed up by 
whatever got you to needing that extreme. Mm-hmm. My my point is like uh-huh. I'm com- I'm I I needed to do something extreme. I was also five thirty five forty pounds. Wow. Um, you had me by almost two hundred. Yeah, I mean, I was gigantic. I remember, sir. I, I know we spent time together. I. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's, and I've done versions of extreme and, and going right back in the other direction, followed by extreme, mm-hmm. go right back in the other direction. And I think I have more in the past few years gotten it into my head and figured out a way of like, no, this is now just life. There is, there is no more extreme. Like I have to be more moderate. Now, listen, what you and I do could be looked at as extreme by somebody who never goes to the gym. It is. And somebody who eats whatever they want and, and doesn't do that. And I also love what you're saying about, how we tend to compartmentalize things. Cause I, I, I have a lot of trouble with holding two thoughts in my head at the same time. Like if I, I'm coming here to do this, to talk to you today. If my wife tells me I have a bunch of errands for you to run, I tell her, okay, you can tell me about them after. Cause I don't want to have them in my head. I can't think about that. I can't think about having this conversation with you and what I'm going to eat for lunch. I had to figure out what I was going to eat for lunch later, or I'll figure it out after. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. I have to compartmentalize things, but I think you're right. It is overall, like I'm going to change my lifestyle. I've done extreme. And now there's got to be some way of figuring out a way to maintain this and be extreme in the way that I know I can continue to be extreme forever. When I rode bicycles, there's just, you can't, I couldn't do that. Couldn't. You, you look better now than when you're riding bicycles. I think for, so. For, for sure. People talk about cheat meals a lot. They yeah. talk about cheat meals. I, I, I don't believe in them, but I know what they're, I think, trying to say, which I agree with, is it's treat mentality. Something like when my sister quit smoking cigarettes, she said every time she wanted to smoke a cigarette this back in the day, she would go out and buy herself a CD. I said, 
that doesn't make any sense. Like, like this, she goes, yeah, it does. Because those cigarettes were mine. They were my time for me that it was mine and I could have it. And it was nothing. I would stand outside and it would be my special time. And she was, she was, it wasn't so much nicotine and smoke for her. But it's, when she had a, a CD, she would listen to this, the CD and it would be music. It would be hers. And for some reason that would replace it for her. But treat mentality is, I still do it. Grant that was in here, Grant Roberts has been on your show. Sometimes we'll go out at night with the girls and we'll each eat five steaks. Just we'll go to Korean barbecue and be like, they're like, is that enough, sir? And you're like, keep them coming. <laughs> and and it's almost kind of like the way it is in the gym. You hungry? You gonna have another? And yeah, you. And it's yeah. like you're eating at the person again. And it's completely dysfunctional. But it's done under a healthy kind of guise and you go eat too much and you like, you know, but you're eating meat and whatever and it's not going to kill you. And then you shock yourself the next day like, what did I do? And you go back in the gym and it's okay. It's okay to have a treat mentality. It's the part where you're not beating yourself. Or you're not doing something that you're beating yourself up after, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, those days where you go crazy and eat five steaks. They'll yeah, put a damn bit of weight on you. Nothing. Yeah. I, I, yeah. What, I, I'm sorry to my vegetarian friends and to the people that think that we're destroying the, uh, the, the universe because we probably are, but I still eat meat. I, I was know. vegan for six years. How was that? I was a young kid. I was in my early 20s and like a lot of young kids had unexpected anxiety that came on me. I was thinking I was 24 years old and I literally thought I was going to die all the time. I was like, and I, my heart would go and I couldn't be in enclosed places. It was really, really, really debilitating. It was crippling. And I was sure there was something wrong with me and there was nothing wrong with me. But in that process, when I was looking for, and finally it just kind of went away by itself. But when I was in that process, I smoked cigarettes back then when I was a kid because it was the thing to do. I quit that. I quit drinking. I quit taking any recreational drugs. I quit eating meat because I was looking for it. I don't want any, any, whatever's doing this to me. Uh, it didn't have to do it to me. And you know what? I, uh, I was a young actor back at the time and, uh, I got very skinny and, uh, I remember I was, I went to, uh, Greece, the Greek islands to, to do a movie where I was running around like a gladiator or something with my shirt off the whole time. And uh, I would go to the gym. I would run my six miles a day and go to the gym. And I was vegetarian. And, I, and there was guys in the gym that were getting muscular. And I wanted that muscularity. And I couldn't get it. And they're like, well, you're not eating any meat, you asshole. And I was like, but I'm eating beans. And they're like, nah, like this. Uh, so I started eating eggs at the time. I immediately put on the muscularity I needed. But I do remember that, you know, probably for elimination purposes, not eating meat is way better, yeah. you know, and for feeling clean and, and like if you want to look like, you know, Kenny Loggins with feathered hair from the 70s and have that type of body, that's going to that's gonna get it done. If you, don't eat, if you don't eat meat and you just want to lose weight, not eating meat is a great way of doing it. Right. It's, a, it's very healthy. It depends on what you think is healthy. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. I mean, and uh, yeah, also, if you're just trading, you know, if you're trading your steak for fake buttered popcorn and French fries, maybe not a great trade. Well, it's like a lot of vegan proteins have carbs at them. 
So you're going to put on a little bit of extra weight, you know, like, and you'll be, you know, what everybody likes to call skinny fat. Now, vegan, vegan people, please don't kill me. There's plenty, there's plenty of vegan people that look fantastic and have great bodies. You know, I also think that this is not something that people like to talk about these days, but the genetics plays a big part in how you look. Yeah. You know, I've always been a type of person, even when I was a kid, where if I paid attention to how I look, I could look okay. But if I didn't, I wouldn't look okay. I would just look like, you know, a blob. Yeah. And uh, if, 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 if I allow myself to go with like instincts, I, it's just, it just is a disaster. I'm going to be 500 pounds. If I just do, if I just am existing on my base instincts, like what do I feel like eating right now? It's going to be a bag full of cheeseburgers and two liters of sugary soda. That's my instinct. I ha it requires thought. It Sounds requires like my mouth effort. watered. What do you say? Yeah. No, I know. I think about these things. By the way, every time I see a dollar menu, I think, God, I could get 20 cheeseburgers. It's a white castle it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no problem. I'll eat a bag of 20 cheeseburgers. That's not hard. Tell me if you've had this, this experience. You go out to eat in one of those little salady places, and then, like, you look at your girl on the way home, you're like, I'm going to In-N-Out. <laughs> on the way home, In-N-Out, the, the lettuce wrap four by four, so let's give a couple of them and yeah. let's just go to town. Yeah. I did all the time. I, I, I had that experience a lot more prior to having a girl and it would be like eating with my friends at a diner and not really eating much or, you know, getting a garden burger because the garden burger is healthy and then hitting Astro burger at 4am on the way home or mm. knowing, you know, there's a 24 hour Wendy's or whatever it is. Um, yeah, if left to my own devices, I'd be going to 7-Eleven and getting the reheatable burritos. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. And then every now and again, you hit an AM, PM, and they have the little burger wrapped in foil. Oh doesn't look like a burger at all. It looks like, I don't even know what the hell those things are. They're kind of gray patties with Just stick cheese. it in your mouth. Yeah, just, just get it, it in, in there. Mouth, Throw yeah. some jalapenos on there. Fantastic late night meal. Always open, too. That's good. You Euphoric recall. That's what we're doing like yeah. this. And it's and it's okay because once you get a like a hold of it, the monster's a little bit quieter. You know? Yeah, but I don't I think it requires really like figuring out what the monster is and figuring out the the certain traps that the monster has laid that you might not even be thinking about that you like go in that direction and you're just in you're gonna have mm -hmm. the experience the monster's gonna win if you go that way if you i would find myself like telling myself repeatedly tonight i'm not gonna go to carl's jr on my way home and then there would be a point where i knew if i if i turn left right now I'm going to Carl's Jr. But I'd say, no, I, I'm not going to Carl's Jr. Still turn left. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to Carl's Jr. Still. And then even through the drive-thru, ordering the food. I'm not going to eat this. Pay for it. Take it. Wow. I'm just going to smell it. Smelling it. I'll just have a bite. And then the next thing you know, it's almost like you wake up having eaten everything. And you're like, shit, well, I did that. Might as well go do something else. How can I hurt myself some more? It just... There are certain things I find that I have to be aware of, like 
eating while watching TV, which I, I'm not saying I'm an absolutist and I don't ever do it, but I have to remind myself, I used to really enjoy this. Mm-hmm. And I used to do this to, to a point where it would be really harmful. So I'm aware of that. I'm going to watch out for that. I'm not going to let that get out of control. I'm going to limit it. What differentiates us from the animals is like the animal gets an impulse. They have to do it. You know, we as human beings, we don't have to go to the bathroom when we think we have it. We can think, oh, well, we'll wait until we find a toilet or whatever. But we're able to, our minds are able to, to take over. So for me, I'm comfortable with not getting near sweets because I can't see that they have any value except that they fucking taste good, you know? So I, and I'm, my girl always is like, oh, let me just have one taste. You can have a bite of anything. You can have, I'm like, I don't want a bite of anything because if I have a bite of something I like, I'm going to spend the next week thinking about how good that was and wanting that. Even if I don't eat it, it's just torture and I don't want to do that. Sometimes I'll overeat like two, three times a week, I'll eat burgers, no bun, but just like, maybe I shouldn't have eaten three pieces of cheese on the burger and like this, but it don't matter. I, you find the things that work for yourself that you can step out a little bit and you don't beat yourself up and cross, and you, know, you don't cross yourself up for sweets. No good for me. Yeah. Had to finally end my love affair with peanut butter too. All right. Well, let me be the the gateway guy here. Have you fucked around with the powdered peanut butter? I, I haven't. I know of it. You can put it in your shake or whatever. Yeah. But I, I just, I'm having, I'm having a problem with a certain type of food right now. I'm having a problem with nuts. Okay. Nuts are a big component of the Cantita diet. You can eat them uh, uh, with no limitation as much as you want uh, because you're not eating any other stuff. But now... I started to include some kind of grains back in my diet because I feel my body performs and looks better with a modicum of carbohydrates in my body. I get to pick them. But you can't have unlimited nuts after that. Right. And like, I'll come home and get some macadamia nuts. And you look on the package and they're like, this is a thousand calories for this little thing. (laughs) And I'll eat two of them and just snacking on them. And... Once you do it for a few months, you're back to square one, like the same thing as quitting cigarettes again. You're just like back there and you're like, I got to give this up. I don't want to give this up. Why should I give it up? It makes me feel good. Or I could do it on the candida. All the other stupid ass shit that's going through your head. I need. So what did I do? My stupid ass went to the store and bought some pecans because <laughs> it, was, it wasn't, wasn't macadamia nuts. And what did I do? I got some macadamias too, so I ate them both. Yeah. I found as I take my journey towards health that these are littler problems than I used to have. Yeah. You know, if I gain a couple of pounds, you know, for a few days, it's not that I gained 120 pounds and I'm happy. And if I ate a couple of nuts, what are you going to do? By the way, stay away from those chocolates that they have in the store that are one carb for a candy bar like that, like those things, they can get you back into like bad habits real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I worry about, I, I do eat a little bit of, um, enlightened ice cream and halo top and halo this kind top, of stuff. Yeah. And you know, if I'm just being perfectly honest, I eat a pint of that and I go like that had 
300 calories. It's not a big deal. I know I'm not going to gain weight, mm-hmm. but I don't feel great after eating that. Where if I eat— But you lost the battle with yourself. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. So I think there is something to that. So like, yeah, I have to go like, am I, am I going to have this treat every once in a while? I think what your sister does with the CDs is a, a better way to do, to, to re, a better reward system because like I have issues with food. I'm going to always have issues with food. Probably better to just not mess with stuff that could lead me back to, you know, going on some kind of weird Baskin Robbins run. At I love Baskin Robbins, by the way. Yeah, fantastic. Yep. If if I was able to eat that and feel fine and not gain weight and not be scared for my life, I'm eating Baskin Robbins. Or, you know, and there's like all, all kinds of new fancy ice cream places. Oh, I'm so nowadays. happy with the new fancy places. Yes. They, they have flavors like... It, dust and and lavender. You're like, oh, I don't want a dust and lavender thing, or like an olive branch and like you know, you know, <laughs> you know, crumbs. We're like, what flavors are those? How is salt and straw the name for an ice cream shop? Salt and straw. By the way, I wouldn't put that past them as a, as far as flavors go. They could have a salt and straw flavor. Sure. I hate. Those new flavors of the ice creams more than anything. So I'm so happy to go with my girl because I'm like, I don't want any of that. Right. No, for me, and I tell my kids because I don't think it even exists anymore, it's Thrifties was the best ice cream. You can't beat Thrifties. They had that machine the that little, got the perfect. little scooper. Like, the yeah. Little, yeah, it was weird. That, oh, no, I like, I remember some of my early memories, like, and so sweets, you can really get into it. And I don't know, but like when I got my tonsils out and I didn't know anything, I was a little kid and I got my tonsils out, my dad bought... One of those big things that they scoop out of the Baskin Robbins, he got the yeah. one. For, he bought the big one and, and brought like it home. Brown, 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 brown thing yeah, like yeah. this, but it would fit in our freezer, and I could have as much of it as I wanted. That's it was insane. like such an in- incredible memory because it was good for your throat when your tonsils shut. Yeah, but uh, you know, I always say this about people too. Like, you say if I asked you, what's your favorite number, one to ten? What's your favorite number? Seven. Seven. How old were you when you made that your favorite number? I don't know. Somebody told me it was God's number when I was a kid. A kid, so but like you, yeah. we never really, we don't really rethink those things. Sometimes you do with colors because we think it's cool to change your color every once in a while. But most of the, your basic decisions that you're like on a lot of stuff is made when you're like six years old and never re-examined, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think that food things are like that too, you know? Uh Jolly Ranchers, you know? And there's so much stuff out there that can lead you down the wrong path. But at the end of the day, when I grew up, everybody was beating themselves up with drugs. That's what they did. You would go and you'd work hard and then you'd just destroy yourself with drugs and alcohol and you'd come back to work and people somehow survived that. Now people are more smart, you know? They want to help the world. The people are nicer and they're eating healthy and they're and they're taking care of themselves. And it's a much, much better way to live. And as I get older, I'm like, wow, man, let the young kids lead the way. You know, uh, uh, health is, you know, we all know that uh, your existence is a, is a triangle, you know, body, mind, spirit. And hopefully if you were have a sense uh, of some modicum of balance. It's an isosceles triangle. You know, we all mentally dominated and we all got the, our brains working good. But, you know, 
and our spirits are uh, at best a work in progress. So what's left to work on? The physical part of yourself, you know, it's good for yourself. It's good for the way you think. It's good for your your sexual life. It's good for the way people see you. And uh, especially if you live in Los Angeles, it's like the most important thing. It's just one of the three journeys that you're on, you know. And uh, I think people get so hysterical because they don't see the results that they want to get or they they backslide into stuff that it's probably good to hear you on your show to hear people that like, even when you're talking to me, I'm like inside of my mind, I'm thinking you're sounding like such an asshole. Everything was just so easy for you. Right. But even if it was, that's just another one of the stories that you can hear that it can be done. And that's all you really need to know. Like if people can lose weight and have success physically and like get into a better health, then whoever's listening, you can too. Yeah, you can. You know. Yeah, I, I, and that—that that is one of that is something I have to. I do find myself thinking about a lot because I just assumed that it was easier for everyone else. I thought I just thought like unless you were five hundred pounds, it's yeah. it's easy. Nobody's got it. And then talking to people, honestly, it's like no, everybody, everybody has some version has ha, it, it requires them to put some thought it's very few people that are that look great and don't think about it at all you know um we call those assholes right they yeah. tend to be assholes <laughs> yeah. they tend to have be very kind of vapid empty people they're just they're to be hated yeah they're, they're uh, sorry beautiful mindless people out there. I don't think anybody's listening to this if you're beautiful and mindless, but And if you are, we love you too. Yeah, maybe. The the people who no, the people who yeah, the people who who I find that I am interested in talking to regardless of what they look like or what they have looked like or what they want to look like, it they're all putting effort into what you're talking about. And 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 it's just interesting like harder for me, harder for you. You have a whole set of stuff that I don't have. I have a whole set of stuff that you don't have and everybody else does too. And and it, that idea that the grass is greener, I just don't think it's true. Like I don't want to trade my problem. I know my problems. I've spent time figuring my problems out. Yeah. I can I can work with my problems. I don't want to introduce I can't relate to anybody else's problems and what they have to deal with. That's for them to figure out. And so when you take your clothes off and look at yourself in the mirror, what do you see? I see problems. But what specifically? Like, what what is it? I see, like, uh, you know, maybe there was a vein in my abdomen that isn't as pronounced today as it was last week. You know, I'm also doing maintenance right now, so I'm neither trying to lose nor gain weight. I'm mm-hmm. trying to maintain weight. And which, why are you doing that? Just to give myself a break before my final push of cutting. I just was like letting my hormones and everything chill out. Will you I, commit suicide when you get to the right body weight? No, there is no right <laughs> body weight. No, when I get to the right body weight, then it's going to be about building muscle. I see. So it's a whole, it, there's no, there's no end. Where's the end? I guess for guys like me, and I don't know if you feel the same way. The the paragon of the, the male aesthetic, I'll never be able to get. 
Why? Because I lost 120 pounds and I got some loose skin hanging around my stomach and I'm 61 years old and, or not, why I say 61, 60. I'm 60 years old, going to be 61 and it's just never going to, I'm just never going to look like a young man again. I could look like, oh, that look old dude, looks jacked, like jacked grandpa. Maybe I could look like that. But, so you have to, but sometimes I look in the mirror just for the age thing and I'm like, Jesus, what the fuck happened? Oh my God, what the fuck happened? You just turned into another dude. You're like, yeah, all right. But when I, when you look at yourself, be kind, you know, and fix the stuff you can. And, and like the stuff you can't, I think like just give yourself a break and be like, that's just part of me. Yes. I, I can't say I'm always hypercritical of myself. There are times where I walk out of the bathroom with my shirt off and I feel like a peacock with a giant plume behind me. Nice. And my wife is like, is like, oh my God, the ego, I can just feel it radiating off of you. And that's true. And and I go like, yeah, I'm hot shit right now. Yeah, how the fuck I think I did all this. Yeah. yeah. And 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 I, I look and I'm like, God, I look awesome and all of this. But it just depends. I think it, it really does depend like how I slept. I night. very rarely feel like that. Yeah, no, me too. Very when rarely. I do, it's a great feeling. Usually I feel like that. You ever get one of those pictures that's like you take 80 pictures, they all look bad, but one looks like, I don't look like that. That's a good one. Give me that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this looks the least, the like, least me. like me. Yeah. That's when I that's feel good. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think that's all part of it though. I think if we, if we just felt like we look good all the time, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. I don't know. I mean, my experience when I was a kid, I was kind of like a dorky little kind of brainy kid. Like my parents were away making movies and I would do good in school and like read a lot. And like I was dorky. So like when I got to like high school when you're supposed to be talking to girls, like like my buddies, all the girls would like like fall over if they opened their mouth and me, I'd have to like talk and talk and talk and talk and they'd still never pay any attention to me. And that's kind of been the way of my life. Like as far as how I feel about myself, you like oh, my personality at times can be attractive, but you know, I, I, I never have had, you know, uh, girls look at me and go, oh my God, him. They're like, yeah, I want the big six foot six, 300 pound guy. No, then that, that doesn't happen very much. But uh, you just got to forget. So you got to forgive yourself. I still would love it if that weren't true. I would love it if like, you know, someone said, oh my God, that's the most handsome man I ever saw. It's just not going to happen, dude. Gonna just not going to happen. It's no. just not me, you no. know? I do think a lot about, because um, I have, I think I have much more loose skin. Than, I know I have much more loose skin than you. And I do think in the back of my head, like, am I going to become, am I going to take the next 10 years and build up enough muscle to make that skin taut? I don't know if it's physically possible. Some of it. Right. But then I also don't know if I want to be that big. That's that's gonna be real. That would I would have to be really big. What are you like two fifty now? Two sixty. Yeah, that's me too. I I want to be two hundred seventy five pounds. I want to be more. I <laughs> I want I want to be two sixty and look like you. That's my goal. If I could get to two sixty and have your build and your leanness, that's my goal. You know, I just think that I, I don't know. I think you're probably as lean as me. I think you're no, probably. I think you're probably as lean as me. I just, 
you're doing the right thing. You look friggin' great. Uh, it's simple for me. I just want to get as big as I can and stay lean. Yeah, like, that's the goal. And my age will stop me because at a certain point, you just, you're old. You can't get that big anymore. But that's that's what I want. They're like, you ever see those things on Instagram? Would you like to like lose weight, build this lean muscle, or just gain crazy size? I'm like, size. <laughs> I'm a size queen. Yeah. I just want to get big. Yeah. I'm like, what am I, 24 years old? Yes, we're 24 years old. I didn't do this when I was 24. I had to figure this out in my mid 40s, mm -hmm. you know? You know? You're going to be a fitness model soon. Yeah. It's just the way it's going to be. I can't People wait. People are going to be like, how did you do it? Yeah. It's it's cool, man. You know, but let's just say for people that are listening that you never quite get there. I know I haven't. I, probably, I, I would probably guess that you would say you're not there yet. No, no, nowhere near. I don't think that place exists. But just thinking about what makes you tick and being in the struggle that's the reward. Yeah. The part where you're not living is where you just don't pay any fucking attention. That's just too much. That's too much. We can say that about a lot of our lives. I can't deal with my girl right now. It's just too fucking much. I can't deal with my career. It's something like Once you're saying that, you're denying yourself the experience, good or bad, of the struggle. Because that's where people here, man, there's only one thing that, you know, like we have in common, and that's experience. All of us are having these crazy experiences. Some are different. Most are the same. And uh, then we wind up dying. If you're struggling with your weight or with a body image, it's a good thing because you're at least in the fight. Yeah. You know? And there's plenty of techniques out there that can get you where you want to be. Yeah. Or, or closer to where you want to be. Sure. I keep changing the goal line. How much do you want to? Like, I'm so sick. That I watched that show, Naked and Afraid. You ever see that show? Yeah. And then, like, I'm always, I'm always, my girl, the show goes over, but I'm always concerned about the stats at the end. This guy went from a 6.8 to a 7.2 or whatever. And then they show how much weight they lost. <laughs> and you're like, this guy didn't eat. They're only out 18 days. He lost 23 pounds. I yeah. mean, it's great. You know? Yeah. It's just, it's just sick. And these guys are eating, like, bugs. <laughs> right. And then you start to think like that's the diet. All I have to do is not eat for that's the same thing. Yeah. They damn near died. Yeah. Bugs, pure protein, I've heard. I just it's I, I would be the worst on naked and afraid. I'm like for me, I've just moved into an apartment uh for the first time in a long time and they don't have direct TV only cable. That's the roughing it for me. That's yeah. like I'm out in the middle of the wilderness yeah. right here. Like yeah. Wow. Naked and afraid, you're allowed to bring one item, right? An item. I'm yeah. bringing. I am bringing a, a restaurant. Tr a trash bag. I'm bringing a restaurant just so I don't have to be naked. I'm I see. bringing a trash bag that I'm going to turn into a poncho. That's crazy. That show. They're always hugging each other. I'm like, dude. Yeah. I don't even get massages from people I don't know. Right. Uh, yeah, that is a crazy show. Nick, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to see that being doing the show is great, but I'll say this any day you see Ethan Supley, it's a good day. I feel the same way. This was a, this was a great day for me. It's been me too, too long. All right, brother. Congratulations on all your success. I love you. I love you too. I don't know who this question is from because the piece of paper that has been printed for me on doesn't have a name. Here we go. My wife and I just started the South Beach diet, and so far it seems to be working really well. I've been doing some workout videos on Beachbody and Daily Burn while gyms are closed. 
I really want to learn more about nutrition and fitness. What is a good place to start? I have a lot of weight to lose and really want to look at this as more of a lifestyle change than a fad diet. I'm 39 years old and weigh over 400 pounds. Thanks in advance for any info you might share. Thank you for your question. I've done the South Beach diet. I like the South Beach diet. I think the first diet book I ever read was by a gal named Adele Davis. I can't remember what it was called, but I do remember reading at least one book by her, which I liked a lot. As of today, there are guys out there who have so much scientific knowledge on how the body loses weight. And I would recommend reading uh, Mike Israetel's book. Uh, Renaissance Diet 2.0 or uh, Lane Norton's book. I think it's Fat Loss for Life. Those two books are radical, super comprehensive, and kind of can you can you can you can program any diet based on what those books say and the knowledge in those books. You can program the South Beach diet off information you get out of those books. I mean, the only diets. Uh, that that would be maybe in stark contrast to the information in those books is diets like the Beverly Hills diet or, you know, the, the Hollywood diet, or I even heard recently that there's a, like a water diet. That's not going to work. But any of the major diets, keto, low-fat, Atkins, veganism, vegetarianism, ketotarianism, you can do any of those diets and base them on the principles that you will learn in those guys' books, and they will work smashingly. Um, so those are my go-to dudes right now for information. I hope that was helpful. Thank you for your question. If you have a question you'd like me to read on the podcast, please submit it to AmericanGlutton.net. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Glutton. I'm Ethan Suplee, and as always, joined by my chaperone, Paige Dorian. Follow us on Instagram at American Glutton Podcast. Sincerely. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.